Welcome to the Professional Magician Podcast. Discover ways to book more shows at higher fees from a guy who's been doing it for over 20 years. Here's Chris Johnson. Do you want to learn a secret that's going to protect your show from potential disaster? How I earned $2,894 with a very simple technique. I'm your host, Chris Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me in this first episode. I'm really excited to be doing this. Um, some people may be wondering, why do we need another magician podcast? There's a lot out there. Well, very simply, in my opinion, a lot of the magician podcasts out there and books and tricks and marketing materials uh, pitched to magicians, they focus on either the tricks themselves, how to perform them, the secrets, whether they're good, whether they're not good, and then another camp, which is primarily uh, about marketing, about booking your services. And in my opinion, it seems like those two camps have been separated for far too long. So this podcast, my goal of it is to merge those two camps together. This podcast is going to be about the performance of magic, uh, trick reviews, and also marketing tips to help you grow your show. And it's going to be aimed at any kind of ma- any kind of magician who wants to do this professionally. It could be uh, the person who only aspires to do a few part-time gigs a year, uh, all the way up to somebody like me who is traveling the country doing hundreds and hundreds of shows every year. Um, so this podcast is going to have a few different segments in it that I'm looking forward to bringing to you. The first is going to be, uh, trick reviews. Uh, those of you who know my name may remember me from my popular blog on HocusPocus.com, which was a trick talk. And I, I did very detailed analysis of different tricks. Um, uh, I was widely praised for how in depth I went, how honest I was and that sort of thing. So I'm going to be bringing that back every week and be reviewing another trick. Some of them will be new releases. Uh, Most of them will be older releases because I think too often in Magic, we're all looking for the new and a lot of great stuff that maybe had its day a few years back, uh, maybe kind of fell by the wayside in terms of awareness. And I think that's a shame. Uh, The second thing I'm going to be talking about uh, in various episodes of this podcast are actionable marketing strategies, uh, real world techniques to actually help you book more shows. I'm going to be outlining, too, uh, depending on which week and, and what I'm doing, uh, different performing tips, tricks, and techniques. Um, I may offer um, some contests, uh, depending on listenership and, and interaction, which brings me up to Q&A. I do want to do a Q&A. So uh, you'll be able to uh, you know, send me emails and ask me questions. And if I get enough emails and questions, I can make that into a, a, an actual segment of the show every week. This is intended to be a weekly uh, podcast. And I planned out a year's worth in advance because I know a lot of podcasts, they burn out after a few episodes. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to make sure that I've got enough content. So I've got well over a year's content mapped out even if I get no guests at all for interviews. <laughs> but fortunately, I do have a lot of great guests lined up for potential interviews in the future. Some great friends of mine, many of you have probably know some of these people, and then some, some folks coming in that you probably don't know. And I think that's great too. Different perspectives. <clears throat> And uh, I'm also going to be uh, going on the occasional rant. I've got very strong opinions about magic, especially performing it professionally. Um, and I'm not afraid to say those opinions. And I'm also going to be doing a breakdown over the course of several weeks of different uh, specific performing niches and uh, the advantages and disadvantages of each, You know, the kind of tricks you should consider and that sort of thing. Now, if you've never heard of me, and I'm guessing most of you have not, um, you may be wondering, who am I? I have been doing, uh, I've been performing magic professionally for about uh, 20 years full-time professionally, um, actually 19 years uh, professionally uh, full-time. 
Um, and I performed magic professionally uh, long before that, too. I just wasn't full-time at it yet. So I quit my job in uh, 2003 and never looked back. I haven't collected a paycheck from somebody in that amount of time, and it's really great. So I performed 400-plus uh, shows a year. I've been in 36 states across the country and other parts of Canada, too. So I could literally say I've been all over North America. I've performed uh, for corporate groups, uh, motivational speaking for corporate groups, uh, schools from elementary, middle school, high school, all the way to the collegiate level, uh, daycares, birthdays, family shows, uh, trade shows. I haven't done every marketing niche, but I've done a lot of them. And I've got a lot to share and a lot to offer to people because uh, I'm very good at what I do. And I know that because I got, I've got the testimonials to prove it and a lot of repeat clients that want to bring me in um, over and over again. So uh, basically, the, the intent is, with this show, as I said, is to bridge the gaps between a real-world performing and marketing. Um, one of my earlier mentors in terms of performance was Eugene Berger. And, and God bless Eugene Berger. He's a great guy. And he really talked about performing magic in the real world, about um, the realities of it and everything. And you know, there were certain techniques that he said in his later works, I don't do those techniques anymore because I can't make them look natural. So whenever I review a product or I talk about performing, it's going to be talking about it from the, from the aspect of the perspective, I should say, of performing it in the real world for paying clients. And if you're an amateur and you want to listen to this too and you don't have any intention of, of taking your show to <clears throat> a performance um, level, that's fine too. You'll get a lot of great information out of this. And um, when I first started learning how to perform uh, professionally and, you know, for pay and marketing my services, like many people listening to this, probably, I started uh, investing in the services, uh, the marketing products of Dave D. He ushered in a new era of marketing uh, awareness, but in my opinion, he was a terrible performer. I bought two of his shows because I didn't, at the time, this is, you know, again, late 90s when I first started learning this stuff, I had no idea how to market my services. And in particular, I didn't know how to put together themed shows. So I bought two of Dave's shows, one of which was a drug awareness show, and the second was a reading show, and they were both just terrible, again, in my opinion. So again, why am I qualified? I'm qualified because of my years' experience in multiple markets. I've been doing this for 20 years, like I said. Uh, and I've also done a lot of marketing education, too. A lot of it's been trial by error, you know, just figuring out what works in the world of magic and what doesn't work. Um, but I'm also a certified SEO expert through the SEO Content Institute. I've got multiple certifications in marketing, uh, copywriting specifically through the American Writers and Institute, um, American Writers and Artists Institute, excuse me, also known as AWAI. I'm also a board-certified hypnotist and instructor and NLP trainer. And I've also published several courses for magicians about marketing and performance and different routines and magic. And I'm also proud to say I'm the author of several, several uh, published books available through Amazon. Now, of course, some of you may be wondering, um, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you giving away the farm, so to speak? So I'm going to be teaching a lot of really fun secrets. Um, well, first and foremost is I'm no, I'm no longer a full-time performer. I've had some health issues, which uh, forced me to um, curtail my performing. I mean, again, because I used to travel all over the country, living out of hotels and whatnot. And um, right before COVID hit, uh, a couple of, uh, of health issues began to surface, and then a couple more began to surface um, uh, it actually just a few months ago and everything. So I made the choice to step away from full-time performing. I still perform, just not anywhere near as much as I used to. And I really started falling in love with the written word. Uh, 
for me, one of the most enjoyable parts of magic was uh, the marketing aspect of it. Uh, it, With my interest in hypnosis and human psychology, I began realizing that effective copywriting, effective marketing is really human psychology about learning to appeal to the, to the right market with the right words and capturing attention. And with the digital marketing age, things getting even more cluttered and even more um, busy. So you've got your marketing really has to stand out and your performance has to stand out too. I mean, magic is one of those industries where you don't have, you don't have to have a qualification to become a magician. Anybody can buy a couple of tricks or learn a couple of slides or buy a book and proclaim themselves to be a magician. So there's a lot of competition out there. So if you want to be a professional magician and really work again, whether it's full-time or part-time, you got to be a great performer and you have to be a great marketer. You, you can't ignore one for the other because your overall career will suffer. And, and trust me, I know what I'm talking about. So this, uh, so this podcast is going to be my way of giving back to the community. And I'll also have, uh, as I said before, different contests and different offers and I've, you know, different services to, to, and for you to consider. Uh, and I'll start with my, my first uh, pitch right now. I'm also launching a newsletter called The Professional Magician's Life. So if you go to the professional magician club.com again, and I'll even say www.theprofessionalmagicianclub.com, you can sign up for a free webinar that's going to teach you how to, uh, it's going to teach you 10 things that your website has to have, 10 secrets your website has to have for you to be successful in, uh, in the 21st century. And I'm recording this in December 2021. So this webinar is going to give you 10 tips that, that can really take your website to the, uh, to the moon. I've looked at a lot of magicians' websites, um, and most of them do not follow. In fact, I, would say, I don't think there's a single website I looked at that follows all of these 10 tips. And these are things I've used myself during a really healthy six-figure career uh, for oh, – well, I've been a full-timer since 2003, and I think I hit the six-figure club in 2007. I think my fourth year as a pro, I forget. I just look at my records. So I've been a six-figure performer for a very long time, and I've earned a very good living. And this webinar, this free webinar, is going to teach you some ways, some strategies that you can use to uh, make your website really shine and, and book, your serv- uh, um, book your services to uh, potential clients, book you more gigs at higher fees. Um, it's not based on mumbo-jumbo or pie-in-the-sky stuff. But these are real-world strategies that have worked for me and have worked for my clients, too, because I also do market my services to other clients. So when you sign up for that webinar, it's an absolutely free webinar. You get instant access. There's no waiting for a day or signing up for a certain time of a week or anything like that. This webinar will be available to you instantly. And just for signing up, you're also going to get um, the the story of how I earned $2,894 for doing absolutely nothing. And you're also going to get another bonus. Bonus number two is going to be a document. And I call it my, this saved my butt PDF. And it's how I was able to take a really bad show situation and turn it around and turn it into a positive. And I outlined the entire uh, story with uh, with uh, with another video that explains how I earned that money for not doing anything, why I did it, how it may be controversial. And that's okay if you listen to it and think, oh, boy, I can't believe you did that. That's fine, too. Uh, you're also going to get that PDF that I mentioned. And just for registering for that webinar the the 10 tips webinar you're also going to be signed up for the magician the professional magician life newsletter that particular newsletter is going to be a weekly newsletter excuse me it's going to be a bi-weekly newsletter twice a month it's going to give you more performing tips marketing strategies 
uh, different aspects about tricks and just actionable content you can use to help your career. And it doesn't matter whether or not you're a six-figure pro like me or a um, somebody just starting out or, or an amateur or somebody just looking to do this part-time. There'll be strategies that you can use. And I can say that because even as a full-time pro myself, I never quit uh, learning. I would have my shows evaluated by peers that I trusted and get their honest feedback about uh, how the you know the scripting, you know, my motions, my 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 uh, sleight of hand. Uh, so a, a true artist never stops growing. Um, I don't know everything there is about the performance of magic, but I know a lot. I'm happy to share it. So even if you're a full time pro like me, I'm sure there'll be nuggets in this newsletter that you can enjoy too. So I highly encourage you now to go to www. And I have to interject. I have um, yes, I'm old school. A friend of mine told me about eight years ago. Hey, you don't have to say www anymore. Everybody knows. But I prefer it. It just makes me feel good. So it's it's my show. And that's how I'm going to do it. So www.theprofessionalmagicianclub.com. Sign up for that webinar. You get access instantly, and you'll get your th- your three bonuses, and um, you'll you'll be on the list. And anytime there's like a new special out or a product or that I recommend, whether it's mine or somebody else's. Um, I will probably also use that newsletter to announce what the upcoming um, week's episode of the podcast will be. Because as I said, I intend this podcast to be uh, a weekly podcast, and I've got at least a year's uh, worth of content planned out. So uh, this is going to be a shorter uh, episode than normal. I anticipate most of the episodes running about 40, 45 minutes. But this introductory episode, I just kind of wanted to let you know my thought process behind why I'm doing this podcast, what uh, what my philosophy is about the idea of performing magic, how I'm not going to be afraid to go on rants and talk about things that I disagree with as a whole in the world of magic. Um, but now I want to move on to the very first trick review of Trick Talk in the premiere episode of the Professional Magician Podcast. It's time for Trick Talk. Honest, detailed reviews of magic tricks, equipment, and other fun stuff to make your show the best it can be. So let's get into the very first trick that I want to review on the Trick Talk uh, section of my podcast. And it's going to be The Boyd Mystery by Bill Abbott. Um, I love this. And if anybody knows me on a personal level knows that I've got a serious man crush on Bill Abbott. I use so much of his stuff in my shows. Um, not everything. Uh, some of it doesn't fit my particular persona, and that's okay. But so much of his stuff is so great. You can tell he's a, what we say in the professional ma- um, um, magic business is that he's a worker. In other words, he's out there actually doing this stuff. There, is, there are certain tr- tricks and effects that I bought over the years that I could tell were created just to make money and, 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 um, and not actually be performed by professionals. But Bill Abbott is a worker and the the Boyd mystery is a really fun uh, really fun routine um, and the reason why I got this is because it's got a slight bizarre magic flavor to it and that it's a little bit dark there's a candlelight there's an interesting story but it's not geek magic I mean bizarre magic seems to have gotten this reputation that it's always going to be either bloody or talking about a ritual or a spell or something like that but bizarre magic can be um, almost anything and 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 this I would qualify this as bizarre magic for the real world so the uh, the basic the basic effect if you haven't seen it is the magician takes out a um, um, an envelope and shows a picture of Ed Alonzo Boyd um, a uh, bank robber from Canada uh, and uh, he did the, he did a series of bank robberies in the 1950s and as um, 
Bill Abbott begins weaving this tale, he shows the picture of Ed, El, El, Ed Alonzo. <laughs> That's a hard for, a word for me to take. I had to stutter as, as a kid, so uh, there'll be certain words and phrases that I probably stumble over in this podcast, and that's just going to add to the flavor of it. So Ed, Ed, Edwin Alonzo Boyd was a notorious bank robber who made Canadian history by robbing um, 11 banks before being caught, and that's the opening part of uh, Bill Abbott's script. So he displays this photo, and it's uh, of um, Boyd from behind bars, an actual publicity photo. This guy really existed. Bill, just, Bill Abbott didn't just cook this up. It's a real guy. So he shows the photo, places it back in an envelope, places the envelope on the on the underside of an upturned wine glass. It's a bit of a staging flavor that he kind of talks about in, in the how-to section of the script. Takes out a book of matches, uh, lights one match, and balances it on top of the the box of matches. So that's a neat little effect right there. And he talks about how um, uh, Boyd and uh, his cellmate use a little tiny piece of a saw, and over the course of you know many weeks and days, they were able to hack their way out of the jail cell, and then eventually uh, they're able to escape, leaving behind nothing but that matchbox and, um, and the piece of saw blade. And then Bill um, Abbott opens up the envelope and shows that the picture has now been altered. The Ed um, um, Boyd has been actually cut out of the of the photo, so it's it's a it's a, a picture of a photo, but the photo has been removed. Hope that makes sense. Hope I'm explaining that properly. And then he reveals that a person, a spectator watching the show, is sitting on Boyd, and the person stands up, and sure enough, that cutout picture, the complete picture, is right there underneath the uh, the participant's backside. And this, and that's the effect. And that this to me blew my mind when I first saw it. The, um, the whole bit with the envelope and the photo and everything, it is based on classic principles. And it, and I have to interject too, one of my little mini rants that I'm going to be known for in, the, in this podcast. There are people on the um, Magic Cafe forum ripping on this uh, trick, saying, "Oh, it's based on this particular, uh, you know, this particular concept." I'm not going to say what it is on on a, on a podcast. But ripping on it and saying, oh, it's just this old school, very simple thing, and he's overcharging for it and everything like that, and it's so simple. Uh, to me, that's hogwash. It's nothing it, – it, if you're a magician on the, on the Magic Cafe and you're saying things like that, um, you're probably not a worker um, because the, the, mass, the, the, the beauty of this trick – and a lot of tricks that people in the cafe trash is that it is very simple. It's based on classic methodology, and and we're also in a capitalist society. I mean, creators of magic they they have the right to charge whatever, whatever they want, and we can grouse, we can complain about it, but it is a capitalist society. So Bill, Abbott charges a very reasonable, what I feel, seventy five dollars for this because it's not just taking this classic principle of the photograph vanishing from the envelope. It's the scripting. It's the uh, the the match in the end uh, and the um, uh, balancing itself without going out on top of the matchbox. And then, of course, the the reappearance of the uh, the picture where it does it just blew my mind. It was like I couldn't figure it out. I thought it was be something really complicated, and it's really not. It is very much real world, very workable. And when I saw how he gets the the picture underneath somebody's backside. Um, I was blown away by it. I was blown away by the simplicity of it because I, I, I was expecting it to be something very complicated or pre-show or something like that, and it's not. Something you can do uh, right when your show starts. You can do it during the show. You can do a pre-show, but it's it's really elegant and very simple, and the, and if you do it right, the per, uh, the participant doesn't know what's going on at all. And and that alone, for me, is worth the money that I paid for this trick. I, how did he got that that picture underneath somebody's uh, bottom at, at a show? I was just absolutely blown away. And he gives different ways of doing it and even reveals what you can do in case you can't get it underneath somebody's backside other ways of having the um, the photo reappear 
Um, this gets my highest recommendation. I mean, I'm going to give this sucker a full 10. Those of you who uh, read my blog back in the day know that I would give a, um, a trick review, something on a 10 scale from 0 to 10. And I, and I don't sugarcoat it either. I, if those of you who read my old blog know that I did have several tricks I would give like a 2 or a 3 to. Um, if I felt it was, it was a bad product, a crappy product, I wasn't afraid to call it out. And it, it led to some uh, disagree- <laughs> some disagreements. Some of the creators would contact me directly, privately, and complain and things like that. But uh, you know, it's it's my opinion. But as a real world as a real world performing magician of twenty years of experience, I can tell you that this sucker is a worker. It is very simple in methodology, and I think that's the beauty of it too. I think magic doesn't have to be something very difficult. Um, I mean, Eugene Berger talked about if he had uh, two methods of doing the same exact trick and the effect on the audience was the same, he would always, 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 always go toward the easier methodology so that he can concentrate on performing and making those connections that Eugene is known for. So from a working standpoint, it's a very simple trick. You get the script, you get access within the script, a printed piece of paper that gives you the script. And you also get um, on the, uh, printed on the piece of paper on the other side. You get access to um, a Vimeo uh, link that tells you where you can you can download and watch the video how to do this. And it's about a 36 minute video, a little bit over 36 minutes. And he also gives you. Um, like a breakdown, like I'm looking at it right now, and uh, the the first uh, three and a half minutes is a promo video, and then three minutes to 35 seconds to four minutes and, and 15 seconds is the introduction, and he goes into one, two, and three different performances, history and influences, the props, the setup, carrying the props, an additional optional prop, which is actually very cool, uh, routine walkthrough, reset and cleanup, walk around handling, walk around reset, seat load details, again, that's how you get the um, uh, the, the photograph underneath somebody's bottom the revelation script live show seat load details in other words doing this during a live show uh, additional revelation ideas if you can't get it underneath somebody's backside which are just as strong um, final thoughts and then a special thank you you also get the uh, the gimmick envelope, the photograph with uh, Boyd behind bars. You also get the photograph that does not have Boyd behind bars, you know, the cutout, the, the circle uh, with the photograph missing. And you also get the uh, the additional third photograph of the cutout of, of Boyd's head that you can slip underneath somebody's bottom. You also get that little piece of saw that we talked about uh, for the routine. You also get a matchbox. And depending on where you're located, you may, you may or may not get matches uh, due to uh, shipping regulations and things like that. Your matchbox may come empty, but it will come fully gimmicked. And the beauty about it is that once this gimmick wears out, and honestly, it should last you years and years and years as long as you take care of it. Um, it's a very simple way to gimmick a second matchbox for, this, for, the, for the match trick to work where the match balances. And you can use any wooden matches. It doesn't matter. So there's no special matches. I will say, I'm not going to say how it works, but there's uh, no magnets. The gimmicking, gimmicking of the matchbox is like most Bill Abbott stuff, you know, delightfully simple. And I was relieved. I was expecting magnets. I don't know what I was expecting because, you know, like a lot of magicians, you look at something and, well, it's got to be something really complicated and it's not. So as I said before, um, The Boyd Mystery by Bill Abbott from me gets the highest recommendation, a perfect 10 out of 10. I can see myself using this uh, for private parties for teens and adults and all kinds of great things too. And because it's not a gory magic trick and we're not talking about murder or anything like that, you could theoretically use this for kids shows. If you're at a birthday party and uh, you know the kids are older and there's a lot of adults watching and the mood is right and uh, you, know, you may be able to pull this off for little kids. In fact, I think one of the presentations that Bill 
Bill Abbott did, there were some smaller kids in the audience, like 10 years old and, and thereabouts, with a group of adults watching the trick, and, and they got into it as well, too. Um, I'm not necessarily recommending it for birthday parties per se. I'm saying it is possible. I plan on using this myself for uh, private adult parties and private teen parties and such. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, no angle considerations to really worry about. No fancy sleight of hand to worry about. Instantly repeatable. It's a great trick, and I thank Bill Abbott for releasing this to the Magic community, like all of his stuff. So, I want to thank you once again for joining me for the premiere episode of the Professional Magician uh, Podcast. My name is Chris Johnson. If you like the show, uh, hit subscribe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. And uh, once again, as a reminder, be sure to go to www.theprofessionalmagicianclub.com. You'll have access to, just by signing up, you'll have access to the webinar, which will give you 10 tips to making your website uh, 21st century ready to book you more gigs at higher fees with ethical, modern Google strategies and so forth. You'll also get access to the additional free report in video form about how I earned that $2,894 and also I document a free PDF, which will enable you to I'm not guaranteeing it's going to give you the same benefits, but it can potentially, potentially help you avoid heartache and frustration at a show like it helped me. So thank you once again. Chris Johnson out. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. We'll be back next week with an all new episode of The Professional Magician. 